Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing out there in podcast land? Giving God the glory for another wonderful Saturday morning. Hallelujah. Welcome to Encouraging Moments with Marilyn. This is a podcast that is designed to give you an encouraging, uplifting, inspirational word for your everyday living. And I am the host of this podcast, Elder Marilyn Keys. Yes, I made it out all right. I made it out all right. You didn't leave me no forsake. You didn't leave me no forsake me. You didn't let my enemies. You didn't let my enemies take me. Come on. I made it out alright. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I made it out alright. Yeah, this John P. Key. I like that song, y'all. <laughs> because I made it out alright. I give God the glory for making it out alright. Had a little resting period on yesterday morning and did not um, broadcast on yesterday morning. But to God be the glory for all that he has done. All the great things that he's about to do in our lives, even now. Because he is God and he's God alone, y'all. No matter what you may be going through, there is power. In the name of Jesus, no matter what may trying to bring you down right now, it may be trying to bring you down, but God's going to lift your head up. So no matter what it feels like, God is going to make it better for you on today. Be encouraged on today and know that God is who he says he is and he's not a man that he should lie. Remember that, that God is who he says he is. He does not have to brag or boast. He just shows up and shows out. (laughs) Doesn't have to give lip service, even though he's already sent the word forward, (laughs) y'all. And it's already doing, the word is already doing what he set out for it to do. That right there ought to get you excited about today. That whatever God said is yours, is yours. However he said it's going to work out, it's going to work out for you. No matter what you're going through, God is going to bring you through. Hallelujah. On today, this Saturday morning. And you know, I've been talking about David and how his heart was different from Saul's heart. How Saul wanted to please the people and how David wanted to please God. Well, first of all, y'all got to stop. Start right where we are right now and say, thank you, Heavenly Father, for another morning of another day. Thank you, Lord God. We give you glory. Hallelujah. For who you are. We magnify your holy name. We give you glory. We give you praise. We honor you, Lord, on today. And we thank you, Heavenly Father, for all of what you have done, all of what you're about to do in our lives, Lord God. We honor you because you are who you say you are. And you're not a man that you should lie. And we believe on today that everything that you have established in our life for your purpose in this earth is already done for your glory. In Jesus name. Amen. I had to thank God 
I had to stop, thank God for another day. Stop, praise God for making a way. Why? Because he is everything. He is everything. Everything. He is the rainbow. He's everything. And when he opens his mouth and he speaks into your life, by his word, you must believe that he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. You must believe that he is God, first and foremost, that he is God, that God is. God is what? Everything that I need. God is everything. My desires. God is. That means he provides everything that I need according to his riches and glory. See, the cow on a thousand hills is his. The earth is his and the fullness thereof. Everything belongs to God. And if you got God, then you got everything. Everything that you need. And he'll give you the desires of your heart if you delight yourself in him. Now, this is the thing that a lot of us have problems with. That's patience. Waiting on the Lord. You see, the purpose that he has for your life, it will be fulfilled in your life. You will do what God has called you to do, what he has purposed for you to do in this earth for his glory. But a lot of us fail at waiting on the Lord because we get anxious. The Bible tells us not to be anxious for nothing. But we get so anxious to where we don't wait on the Lord. We get so agitated. It's like you got anxiety or something. You just can't wait. And then when you can't wait, guess what you do? You mess it up for yourself. You mess it up for yourself. So we have to get to a point to where we are waiting on the Lord, waiting with patience so that we can mount up wings as eagles, so that we can run and not be weary, so that we can walk and not faint. We have to trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean not to our own understanding. In all our ways, we must acknowledge him and he will direct our paths. I know you heard that time and time again, over and over again. But even David waited on the Lord. He had to. Even when he went out in battle, he waited on the Lord. He asked God, what must I do? When he wanted to uh, pursue the Amalekites, what must I do? To get the families back. What must I do? Should I pursue? And he got an answer from God. He took the ephod. And he asked God. That means he stepped into in the position as a priest. For his family. And he stepped into position as a priest. Over the people that he was leading. And he asked God. What must I do? See we as leaders. We as believers, we as people that even on the benches, if you're on the bench for now, you just wait on it. God going to get God going to give you what you should be doing. You know, we already know that as believers that we're supposed to uh, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son and the Holy Ghost. We got to teach folks about the gospel. You got to learn about the gospel and know about the gospel first. That's what discipleship is all about. You have to learn the ways of Jesus Christ. You have to learn the ways of Jesus Christ. Now, you can say Jesus is Lord and you can lead people uh, into salvation through Jesus Christ. 
But in order to know about Jesus, you got to learn his way. You have to learn his ways. You have to learn of the master, of the savior, of the healer, of the deliverer. You have to learn of him. In order to follow someone, you have to know their ways. In order for us to be kept, we got to have his spirit. That's why the 120 was in the room to receive the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. Why? So he could keep them. So that he could give them power. Power to do what? Power to overcome the enemy. It's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by his spirit. So his spirit first, then power. I said his spirit first. God's spirit first. But let's get back on to David and how David's heart was different from the heart of Saul and how David was a worshiper. And he was a leader and he took on the role, not just as king, but as priest of his household. And how even when he messed up, when he got Uriah's wife pregnant and he sent Uriah to the front line, even in that instant, he set forth to get things right between him and God because he didn't want God's spirit to leave him like it did Saul. He wanted to stay in right standing with God because, see, when you are in the presence of God and you know what the presence of God feels like, you don't want to leave. You don't want that presence to leave you. You don't want that presence to leave you. You don't want uh, you don't want God's presence to leave you. So you strive. You you're like. I want to be in your presence, God. I want to do what you would have me to do. I want to be who you would have me to be. I don't want you to leave me, God. Why? Because you're used to his presence. It's a feeling like none other. It is a caress that nobody could ever give to you. It is something on the inside of you that connects with him. He comes in and sups with you and you sup with him. He's in you. You're in him. And there's a relationship. So if you don't want to break off the relationship with God, then you would pray, Lord, take not your anointing away from me. Take not your presence away from me. Oh, God, what must I do to be in right standing with you? You want to please God just like David wanted to please God. He wanted to do his will. That's why he was always before him. He want, he needed to be led of God and not of himself. That's why he was always in the presence of God, asking him, what must I do? And here's the proof. First Samuel, the 30th chapter, the first through the eighth verse, it reads, And it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day. That the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag and smitten Ziklag and burned it with fire. And had taken the women captives that were therein. They slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. 
So David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burned with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives were taken captives, Aminoam the Jezreelites, and Abigail the wife of Nabal uh, the Carmelite. And David was greatly distressed, for the people spake of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord, in in the Lord, what his God. See, we have to encourage ourselves in the Lord. When it seems like we're so down, like it seems like nobody's on our side, like everybody is against us. People are about to stone us. It's just like we can't make it through. We can't get through what's going on. What do we do? We have to encourage ourselves in the Lord, our God. See, God, the father. The God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. That's who my God is. The one who gave Jesus his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. That's my God. The God of Israel is my God. I'm a Gentile. (laughs) I wasn't born a Jew. But because they refuse to, uh, to receive Jesus. Because the Jews refused to receive Jesus. I had an opportunity. I have an opportunity to get salvation as a Gentile. And I'm grateful. That not only to the Jew. But to the Gentile. Hallelujah. Salvation is not just for the Jew. But it's for the Gentile. I can be who God has called me to be. Because I received Jesus Christ as my savior. Hallelujah. Now David. He knew who God was. Did not want to be separated from him. And here it is said David and David inquired at the Lord. See, after all, even when these people were wanted to stone him, even when these people wanted to come against him, even when they, they wanted, they wanted to take his life because their, uh, their wives and their children, they had been taken. So they wanted to lash out at somebody. But David, he didn't lash out at the people. He went to God for the solution. And that's what we must do. When it seems like everything is against us, the odds are against us, go to God and say, what must I do? Encourage yourself in the Lord. Our God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. He does not want us to do what? Perish in this spiritual warfare. He wants us to be successful. He wants us to take the land. He wants us to be in the land that's flowing with milk and honey. He wants us to be that way. And eight says, and David, now seven, it says, and David said to Abiathar, the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod. And Abiathar brought thither the ephod to David. And David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. This is David speaking to God as a priest, as a high priest. You Do you realize when they were doing sacrifices back in the day, 
<laughs> Aaron was the high priest. He was the only one who could go before the presence of God on behalf of the people to give atonement for their sins. But here it is, David, with the ephod of the priest, of the high priest, going into the chambers before the almighty God, asking him a personal question. Should I pursue? He talked with God. Saul didn't. He asked. He asked the prophet to go in and speak to God on his behalf. But David, he didn't have to ask another man to go before God to ask him anything for him. He was a man after God's own heart because he had a relationship with God. He could go into the secret chambers. He could go before the throne of grace himself and ask God. What must I do? And because of Jesus Christ, we now have that same power. We, we have that same ability. We have that same, what do you call it? A privilege. We, we have that same privilege as sons and daughters of the almighty God to go in covered with the blood of Jesus because Jesus is the mediator. And I've told you that before. Jesus is the mediator between us and God because he sinned what not. He gives us the ability to go before God. David had the ephod. We got Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I want you to be encouraged on today. You know, this is a short podcast on today. I just came on quickly. To let you know that if God be for you, who can be against you? Encourage yourself in the Lord on today. Knowing that God is who he says he is. He's not a man that he should lie. Encourage yourself in the Lord on today and know that you have the privilege of going before the master. You can go to God in the name of Jesus. And if you go to him believing that he is and he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. Then he will hear you. He will answer you. He will lead you. He will guide you. And if you have his spirit, who is also what God, because it's God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy spirit. All is God. God will lead you. He will guide you into all truth. So this has been Elder Marilyn Keys with Encouraging Moments with Marilyn. Y'all have a terrific, wonderful Saturday. Uh, rest of your Saturday. <laughs> In the name of Jesus, to God be the glory. Amen and amen. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.